We're continuing in Simon Reish, Samech Aleph, and we are in the middle of Sif Beis. We started learning about the mitzvah of Tosefis Shabbos, the requirement to add on from uh, Friday afternoon to extend Shabbos, and we're up to Sif Katan Chav Gimel. Shloshes Mil. So the Mechaber told us that the, uh, again, the Mechaber is in the sheet of the Rebbein where from the Shkia Rishona, when sun actually sets until the Shkia Shnia, or Sofa Shkia, is three and a quarter mil, which would be 58 and a half minutes. And only at that point, after the second Shkia, does that begin Ben Hashmashos. And the Ben Hashmashos period lasts for three fourths of a mil, which is 13 and a half minutes until Tezavachavim. Says the Mishnah Burah, Vahula Erech Revashah. Three-fourths of a mil is about a quarter of an hour. It's a little bit less, but it's about 15 minutes. The Shulchan Aruch is going with the Rebbeinatam. The many Rishonim are of the opinion, and the Gra is with them. The Rebbeinatam begins right after sunset. Meaning to say, as soon as the sun goes below the horizon, it lasts for three-fourths of a mil. And then, 13 and a half minutes later, you have three medium stars. And that would be nightfall for all halachos. So this is the sheet of the Gra and the Gaonim. And therefore, we should be careful not to do any malacha once the sun is below the horizon. Even a malacha for a mitzvah, like lighting the candles for the Suda Shabbos. One should be very careful to finish their lighting before the sun sets. Because afterwards, that's considered benishmashos in the world of the Gaonim and the Gra. Ayin l'el sifkat vav. L'chachila, ein lahamtin ad rega achron. Ideally, one should not wait to the last minute, right before sunset. Rak yagdim had lakosim mishashe shemis berashe lanos. Kadil kamon, but rather one should light earlier when the sun is still on the top of the trees, like we'll learn more about later on. Don't don't wait till right before sunset to light the candles. And one who is stringent with himself and he refrains from doing malacha a half an hour or at least twenty minutes before sunset, lo he is praiseworthy. Because by doing this, by stopping Malacha half an hour or at least 20 minutes before sunset, you're a Yotze, the Shita of all the Rishonim. Now what the Mishnah Bureau is referring to here is the Shita of the Uraim. Until now we've been discussing the Machlokas, the Rebbeinatam, and the Gaonim. They were the two Shitas of Benishmashos. And there's a third Shita as well, the Uraim held, that 13 and a half minutes is the time period of Benishmashos. However, that's before Shkia, that's before sunset. And then once you have sunset, meaning once the sun goes below the horizon, then Shabbos starts officially. So if you're lighting candles 20 minutes before sunset, then you're getting in the Urayim as well. And the, uh, the Sharetzian points out that we assume that a mill is 18 minutes and therefore three-fourths of a mill 
is 13 and a half minutes. So 20 minutes before sunset means you're doing it before Ben Hashemashos begins in the world of the Urayim. And you're also being Mekayim Tosef Shabbos because you have a, some extra minutes there. Says the Sharetzion, even if you were to say that a mill is 24 minutes, and therefore three-fourths of a mill would be 18 minutes, as long as you're lighting 20 minutes before sunset, you're still being Yotze according to the Urayim, you're lighting before Ben Hashmashos, and you're also being Mekayim Tosef Shabbos because those two extra minutes. So, although we're not super concerned for the Urayim, we do find out a couple interesting things in this Mishnah Bura. First off, the whole notion of lighting 18 minutes before sunset, or in some communities they light 20 minutes before sunset, that comes from Simon Reish Samach Aleph, as explained in this Mishnah Bura, Sifkat and Gimel. That's to be Yotze, the Shita of Kola Rishonim, including the Urayim. And we also learn from the Sharetzion that uh, lighting the candles or taking on Shabbos two minutes before Ben Hashmashos is sufficient to be Mekayim the Mitzvah Tosef Shabbos. Although he said earlier it's ideal to have about 15 minutes of Tosef Shabbos before Ben Hashmashos, even two minutes would be enough to be Mekayim the Mitzvah. Continues the Mishnah Baruch, the Inyan Motzoi Shabbos, regarding after Shabbos is over, Ayin Berlocha, Shibirana B'Shem Aposkim, Everyone agrees that the time frame of three-fourths of a mill changes based on time and place. This particular time frame of three-fourths of a mill, which is 13 and a half minutes, that was only said in the areas of Bavel and Eretz Yisrael, and in the, the, the time of year of Nisan and Tishrei, where the days and nights were equal. But says the Mishnah in our places here in Europe, where we're further north, it takes more than 13 and a half minutes from sunset until the stars come out and it's totally dark. Therefore, one should be extremely careful not to do Molocha on Motsoi Shabbos. Even though it's been a lot of time after sunset, until you're able to see three small stars, like we'll learn about in Simen Reish Tzadi Gimel, Ayin Sham Although we mentioned above that the real definition of Laila is when you have three medium stars, but because we're not Bikiyim, we're not experts in the discerning between medium stars and small or big stars, we have to wait dafka to small stars, so we know if we could see small stars, and then for sure we have medium stars as well. So the conclusion here of the Mishnah is, when it comes to stopping Malacha on Erev Shabbos, Chalila lehakel chas v'shalom, one should not be mekel like their benatam, and one should definitely stop all Malacha, deraisa, and rabbanin by sunset. And when it comes to Motsoi Shabbos, one should make sure to wait until it's dark outside, and that depends on time and place. We know Ramosha's famous chufa, where he says that at least in the longitude of New York in Chicago, he went outside and he determined that 50 minutes after sunset was Vade Laila. He said it's not getting any darker than it is 50 minutes after the sun goes beneath the horizon. Ramosha writes in the chufa that even the Rabinatam would agree to that, that definition of Laila here in New York. Um, he said, however, for B'nai Torah, would like to be machmir and keep the, the sheet of their B'natam, although uh, Min Hadin, that translates into 50 minutes. If they want to wait 72, it's a nice thing to do for B'nai Torah. 
Ramosha using that guideline of 50 minutes, he goes on to explain that really the first nine and a half minutes after sunset, you have a Sfex Sveka that it should be daytime. Because he explains, according to the Benetam, it's for sure Yom. It's for sure Yom up until three-fourths of, of 50 minutes, until let's say 41 minutes after Shkia. And he says, even according to the Gra, that right when the sun sets, you now have a Suffolk Yom, Suffolk Lila, but it's a Svek Sveka, that it's Yom. So about nine minutes after sunset, there, there's still room to be lenient. He says regarding davening mincha, if one didn't daven before Shkia, they could daven up until nine minutes after Shkia. This is true also in regards to doing a Badika. Badika should be made before Shkia, if Bidi Evid, it was made after Shkia, within nine minutes because you have a Svek Sveka that is still Yom, uh, you could be Mekel potentially. He goes on to say that the last nine minutes, meaning from 41 minutes after sunset until 50 minutes, so there you have a Svek Sveka that is Lila. Because according to the Gra, after nine and a half minutes, it's Vada Lila. And according to the Benetam, you have now, starting at 41 minutes, you have a Suffolk Yom, Suffolk Lila. So he says, potentially, when it comes to a Tainus, that's the Rabbanan, and it's, 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 uh, you're having a difficult time with it, you might not have to wait until 50 minutes, perhaps after 41 minutes, you could be Mako, that it's already now a Svek Sveka, that it's Lila. So there are many Nafkaminas here, regarding many subjects of uh, the time for a bris and, and other issues. But when it comes to Shabbos, there's no playing games. We stopped doing Malacha Friday well before Shkia. And as long as we get it a couple minutes before Shkia, we are Mekayim, the mitzvah of Tosef Shabbos. Now, in many shuls, people are davening Mincha right at that time. Mincha is, let's say, 10, 15 minutes before Shkia. So am I, am I Mekayim, the mitzvah of Shabbos, if I'm in the middle of Mincha? So we're going to learn later on in Reish Samach Gimel, that if I accept Shabbos upon myself, L'Shem Tosef Shabbos, before davening Mincha, I can no longer daven Mincha, because I've accepted Shabbos. I was, I was proactive in my acceptance. However, we do paskin that if you didn't verbalize it, you're davening Mincha, so the Kedusha of Shabbos is Chal. The Chazanish writes that there is still a Kiyum of Tosef Shabbos Memela, even though you're davening Mincha. So that's good to know, because most of us are probably davening mincha during that time slot to Sefer Shabbos. Let us continue with Sifkot and Chaf Dalid, Kodem Halayla. So the Mechaber said that the, uh, the measurement of three-fourths of a mil would be the equivalent of 1,500 amos from Shkia until the night. Laila Nikra Min HaTorah Lechol Dover. At that point, it's considered Laila for all halachic issues. Mishirosh, Losha, Kochavim, once you see three stars, Ein Berlacha. Harishus Biyado, so the Ramah came along and he said, Not only can you be Makaim the Mitzvah Tosef Shabbos after Shkia Rishona, he said, But any time past Plaga Mincha, you're allowed to take on Shabbos. Vinesar Basias Melacha, and at that point explains the Mishnah, but if you do take on Shabbos, there would be an Isser Melacha. But if you accepted Shabbos before Plaga Mincha, before an hour and 15 minutes before nightfall, then your Kabbalah is meaningless. What is the definition of Plaga Mincha? Plaga Mincha Nikra, Kodem Ha'erev, it's an hour and a quarter before nightfall. Ayn La'el Basim and Vesh Gimel, the who shows Manios, that shows Manios. Tahainu. Bein she'ayom aruch al katzer mischalik liyud beis chalakim. 
It doesn't make a difference if the day is long or short. You divide it into 12 parts. V'chilek uravia kodama erev, and one part and a quarter before erev, hu plaga mincha, that's the definition of plaga mincha. Now plaga mincha means you're dividing mincha, because mincha katana is three hours, is sorry, two and a half hours before uh, nightfall. Therefore, plaga mincha, which is right in the middle, it's an hour and 15 minutes before nightfall. Gam kasav nusham de yeshideus benaposkim im shoravia hazo hu kodem ashkia, o kodem tetzikochavim. When we wrote that uh, there is a major machlokus, and this is a machlokus between the Mogan of Rome and the Gra, how do we calculate plaga mincha? Everyone agrees it's an hour and 15 minutes before Erev, but what is that based on? Is that based on uh, sunset, an hour and 15 minutes before sunset? Or is that based on Tzetzikochavim, an hour and 15 minutes before nightfall? Al-Kein l'inyeneinu, b'diyevidim kibu l'alatzma l'shem tosef v'shabbos ad shoravia shikoda mashkia. In our situation, if you took on Shabbos an hour and 15 minutes before sunset, so that would be the earliest possible time, according to all opinions, that one could take on Shabbos, Yesh lahachmir shalolasas melacha, although according to some your Kabbalah was worthless because it's before Plaga Mincha if you calculate Plaga Mincha from nightfall, but we're still machmer and we're concerned for the Shita that says, which is the Shita of the Gra, that Plaga Mincha is calculated from Shkia, that it was a valid Kabbalah and the Isser melacha would still apply. Now it's clearly mashma from this mission in Bura that this whole discussion is b'diavid im kibul al atzma l'shem shabbos an hour and a quarter before shkia that you should be machmir and avoid malacha. But it sounds like lechatchila um, if you're going to be makabel from plaga mincha and onwards you should assume plag is an hour and a quarter from tzeis. Now the problem is according to the mechaber the shita of their benatam where. Shkia is 72 minutes before nightfall. If you're assuming Plaga Mincha is an hour and a quarter before nightfall, that means Plaga Mincha is only three minutes earlier than Shkia. Yet the, the Mishnah Brewer himself in Sivkat and Chav Gimel told us that ideally one should be Mechal Shabbos 20 or 30 minutes before sunset. So putting together Sivkat and Chav Gimel with what he's saying over here in Chav Hay is somewhat troubling. Over here it sounds like Bidyevid to be Mechabal Shabbos any earlier than an hour and a quarter before nightfall. Uh, yet in Chav Gimel, uh, that, that was not at all the, uh, the feeling. So this is a major Tzorach and there is a lot to say on this. Halach is the, the world is knowing that we are Mechabal Shabbos an hour and 15 minutes even before Shkia, and that seems to be fairly accepted. Moving on to Siv Gimel. Misha'enu Baki Bishirzev, one is not an expert in this calculation. Yadlik Baoch Hashemish Berosh Ha'ilonos, you should light the candles while the sun is still on the top of the trees, so you know you have plenty of time. Vimhu Yomu Mu'unan, if it's a cloudy day, Yadlik Shatarnagolin Yoshim Alakor Mibodyom, you should light when the chickens sit on the kor, on the beam, while it's still day. That was something that took place towards the end of the day. That might be an indication. If you're in the field, or you're not around chickens, then you can look at the ravens. When the ravens come back and they sit down, well, it's still daytime. You know it's getting towards the end of the day, but it's not yet 
too late. Those are indications when to light candles if you're not a Bucky in the in the shear listed in Siv Gimel. Siv Katan Chafavav, Beroshi Lanos. Oh, Berosh Hagagos Hagavoim, or let's say you live in Manhattan, so you're not seeing many trees, perhaps, but you're seeing many buildings, so when the sun is at the top of the roofs, that's a good time to light. Chavzayin, Yom Hamunan, a cloudy day. Then you have other indications of the, the chickens or the ravens. Says the Mishnah, Let's say there are no chickens or ravens around, but you have a watch that works well. And you know by looking at your watch or your clock when Shkia is, you'd be allowed to rely on the watch. And even with the watch or a clock, the Postkim say you should never cut it too close to Shkia because you don't know exactly when Shkia is, and oftentimes the, uh, the clock might be off by a little bit. You know, so the klal is, if you're running very late, and it's just like a minute or so before before shkia, better not to light candles, and then even come into a cheshash chilo shabbos. Sif dalid. Acher nias baruchu. Afel pishadayin yomhu. After one says baruchu, even though it's still daytime. Ein ma'arvin ve'eim tomnin. You cannot do a ruve chetzeros. You could no longer do Hadmana Bedavish Einamos of Hevel. So even though these were examples of the Rabbanans that were mutter during Banish Mashos, once you say Baruchu, then those terim are no longer applicable. Mishum dehu kibla le Shabbos because you've accepted Shabbos. Udalidon, Havia Miras, Mizmer Shilio Meshabbos, Kenyas Baruchu Lididhu. And for us, when we say Mizmer Shilio Meshabbos, that's our acceptance of Shabbos, just like saying Baruch Hu was in those times. Sivkat and Chavches, Aniyas Baruch Hu, Mishum Dehu Hascholes Tefilas Arvish Al Shabbos, that's the beginning of Marav Shabbos, Lekach HaKol Portion Oz Melacha, and therefore at that point everyone stops doing Melacha, like we'll learn about it in Reich Samech Gimel, Siv Yud. Dehu Kamisha Kibla Love Kedusha Shabbos Befevish, by starting Baruch Hu, that's as if you've accepted Shabbos explicitly. And at that point, everything is usher, including all of the derabundance. For example, going into the bathhouse just for the shvitz, the kol shikim berachitza bechamen, and for sure to bathe oneself in hot water. And this would be true for all derabundance. So, though there were certain leniencies during Benish Mashos, once you're Makalba Shabbos through Baruchu, obviously all the restrictions are in place. Ubo Machaber Lashmianu, the Machaber is teaching us here, to filu osan devarm sheetir Mashos, even those things that are allowed during Benish Mashos, Kigon and Rivi Chatzeros Vahmana, do bevade Litzarach Shabbos, and clearly they're Litzarach Shabbos, who had then kol shavushu Litzarach Mitzvah. Or any Shavos Litzarach Mitzvah, which we said earlier officially, you'd be allowed to do it the Rabbanan Ben Hashmashos Litzarach Mitzvah. Afiluhachi Aser Khan, but here, once you start saying Baruchu, that's all Aser Vahatam, and the reason is the Kavan, the Kibul, Allah, Shabbos Beferush, since you're accepting Shabbos explicitly. Afshuzman Harbe Kodem Ben Hashmashos, even though it's still plenty of time before the onset of Ben Hashmashos. It is still more severe than Ben Hashmashos is without accepting Shabbos. So accepting Shabbos before the start of Ben Hashmashos is more severe than Ben Hashmashos B'lik Kabbalah. 
According to this, the heter of a Ruvi Chatzeros and Hadmona would not be possible. Those heter would only be true if you're in a place where there is no community. But otherwise, if you're in a place where there are Jews around, the assumption is that Jews have already accepted Shabbos uh, before Ben Hashemashos begins. And therefore, the minority are swept along with the majority, like we'll see in Reish Samach Gimel. So even though this is in brackets, this happens to be a crucial point. Because uh, earlier we saw that Min Hadin, you'd be allowed to do Malachad Rabbanan Ben Hashemashos if it was L'Tzarech Mitzvah, L'Tzarech Shabbos. Here he's qualifying that, and he's basically telling us that's hardly ever actually true, because most of the Jews are accepting Shabbos before Minish Mashos. Even if I have not yet accepted Shabbos, I'm swept along with them. There's a halacha of nigra acharov. So that's why, practically speaking, rarely will you have the ability to do a malacha derabon and evil tzarech mitzvah during Minish Mashos. The one exception we said is the Shvus De'ein B'maisa, Amir La'akum, and that is a, it's a more lenient category, because I'm not doing anything myself, and there the halacha is still, during Benish Mashos, even if I have accepted Shabbos, I would be allowed to ask the non-Jews to do the malacha for me, L'Tzarech Shabbos. Ba'in Be'alacha B'Shem Har'Be'ach Rodom Shekosvu, D'Daf Kal Yadei Baruchu, Shu Kabbalah Shabbos Shel only through Baruchu, which is the community accepting Shabbos, but if an individual accepted Shabbos early, then it's not going to be more severe than Shabbos. So it's only when the community is accepting Shabbos when they're davening early, and then that has a more more Chumr status, where at that point, even the Hatar Shabbos no longer apply. In contrast to an individual who's accepting Shabbos early, the same heterim of Eruve Chatzeros and Hadmon, the Bedavash Enemos of Hevel, that exist in Mashos, would exist here as well. Sifkot and Chavtas, Shedayin Yomhu. So he said, after you say Baruch although it's still daytime, you're Mechabal Shabbos, Ratzel Omer. Afilu who's man harbei kodem benishmashos kol shu acher plaga mincha even if it's a lot of time before benishmashos as long as it's after plaga mincha it's a valid kabbalah and there's an iser malacha. Sifkat and lamid ein me'arvin afilu ledvar mitzvah one cannot do ruvi chatzeros even for dvar mitzvah and the reason we keep on saying ruvi chatzeros is because we saw earlier that when it comes to ruvi techumin that was much more machmir and that's really never mutter bein hashmashos. There is a machlokus whether it could be mutter ledvar mitzvah, ayin shom. Sifkat and laman aleph kenias baruchu. We said nowadays when we say mizmer shili on meshabus that has the same halacha as when they said baruchu. The mistama kaven shemazkir shabbos havik kabbalah. Since we're mentioning shabbos, the assumption is that's our acceptance of shabbos. Because of a magan of ram, ba'atanogin lomar mizmer shir. Nowadays we say mizmer shir. And the truth is, uh, this custom goes back hundreds of years, probably at least to the 11th century. But nonetheless, we're still able to do malacha all the way until we say baruchu. 
V'hainu kishahazman hu kodem benishmashos, assuming that it's still before benishmashos. V'hatam, the reason is, mishum dem ikoro hachi kibolo alayhu, v'ein miskabnim bezele kabolo. Because that was their mindset. So even if you're singing, you're saying mizmer shili on the Shabbos, but you have in mind you're not yet being makabla Shabbos, as long as it's not benish mashos, you have the right to do so. But once we get to Baruch Hu, then by definition, you're accepting Shabbos. You can't have in mind to David Mariv, but not accept Shabbos. That itself would be a contradiction. Cholzeb is man of Magan of Ram. This says the Mishnah Brewer, though, was true in the times of the Magan of Ram. But nowadays, the prevalent custom is that as soon as we say Mizmor Shir, we are accepting Shabbos upon ourselves. And therefore, the Isser Malach would apply after saying Mizmor Shir, the Yom Shabbos. But again, if one has in mind that I'm not accepting Shabbos with the uh, the reciting of Mizmor Shir, I'm going to wait till Baruch Hu, as long as it's before Ben Hashmashos, one would be allowed to do so. Those places that have the custom to say Lechadodi, and they conclude the song by saying that's a real Kabbalah of Shabbos. We're telling Shabbos, we're asking Shabbos to come. I and Betosva Shabbos, take a look in Tosva Shabbos. So with this, we have concluded Simon Reish Samech Gimel, Reish Samech Aleph, rather, where we saw the major machlokas, the Rebbein and the Gaonim, regarding Benesh Mashos. We even saw a third shita of the Yireim, regarding Benesh Mashos, and we learned the source for lighting candles 18 minutes or 20 minutes before sunset. Uh, we learned about things that are permissible during Bein Hashmashos and things that are not. And generally, we said as soon as Benesh Mashos begins, which we paskin is with sunset, uh, Isr Melacha is in full force. The one exception would be a Merlachum, being able to tell a non-Jew to do Melacha for you, assuming it's L'Tzarech Shabbos. And we will continue next time with Simon Reish Samach Beis. Mirza Shem.